BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Two words come to mind when I think about equipping myself with the tools to navigate going home for the holidays. And those words are grace and assertiveness. I am 29 years old and a childless woman from the South and single as a Pringle. So you already guessed it. At least one person from my family is going to bring up babies or marriage while I'm home for the holidays. But the joke is on them because this year I'm going home fully prepared to handle the awkward and intrusive conversations headed my way. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I am your host, Tyra the Creative, actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast. Okay, let me be honest. You guys have not heard from me in a minute because I wanted to talk about going home for the holidays and I have to admit, I have been a little afraid. I've slowly been prepping myself to go home and while I am excited, I'm also a little nervous about leaving my safe space, the space that I have curated to be welcoming for me. Now. While I'm not going to go off and get too deep into any of what, you know, I've been feeling like anytime soon, just know the last time I went home and honestly, many times before that, there were some things that happened that really shook me up emotionally and took me to a place that I have not been in since I was in high school and I'm still processing that. But I have made an honest effort to prep myself for going home for the holidays, and we're going to dive into it. But before we do, let's jump into our affirmation of the week. This week's affirmation is, I set boundaries with love. Let's drop in, y'all. I set boundaries with love. I set boundaries with love. I set boundaries with love. 
I set boundaries with love. I set boundaries with love. What does that look like to you? What does that feel like to you to set boundaries with love from a loving place? I set boundaries with love. Let's say it one last time together and truly believe it. I set boundaries with love. Oh, you guys. So I'm at that weird place in my life where I still feel like I'm a kid, but I'm not. And I know I'm not a kid, but I still feel like I'm a kid. And I'm learning how to assert myself as an individual, as an adult, when I go back home and I'm around my family. Oftentimes, my older family members will still treat me basically like a child and I don't really like that. So as I prepare to close the chapter of my 20s, I'm learning how to be bold and assert myself in a graceful and respectful way. So before jumping into the meat of today's episode, I want you guys to know that we will be doing a week-long series titled Home for the Holidays. And yes, this is my gift to you because I have really been dragging my feet about talking about this because I've been dealing with my own stuff and y'all know I like to talk about what I'm dealing with and sometimes it just be hard. So that's why I've been MIA and y'all been getting some rerun episodes. But you know what? It's fine. It is fine. I'm rocking with y'all the long way and we about to do a week-long series called Home for the Holidays. And My goal with this series is to give you a resource to lean on or even just a listening ear or just something to grasp at while you are at home with your family, navigating your family dynamic. Now, I know everyone doesn't go home for the holidays and we will briefly touch on that too. I'm not forgetting about y'all, but the majority of what we will be discussing this week will be about being in a space that you no longer live in full time and spending more time with loved ones that you don't normally see on the regular. So with that being said, we will be doing, I'm saying shorter, but I don't really know because y'all know I like to talk, but we will hopefully be doing shorter episodes today, Wednesday and Friday of this week. And we will pick up again on the podcast at the top of the year. And that is the plan. So now let's jump right on in. Like I said, I'm at an age where the intrusive questions are coming. And when family first started asking me these questions, y'all, I would get upset. Like, how dare you ask me that? Worry about yourself. But Once I took time to reflect, I was still annoyed that I was being asked these questions, but I realized that there are some strategies that I can employ to navigate these situations with grace and assertiveness. So I just want to give you guys a few tips for dealing with family expectations and all the crazy and intrusive and sometimes rude questions that 
we are often asked. So the first thing that you can do is set boundaries. So clearly define your personal boundaries and be prepared to assert them, y'all, in a polite way, okay? So politely let your family know what topics are off limits and that you prefer not to discuss certain aspects of your life. So for example, you could say something like, I appreciate your interest, but I'd rather not discuss certain personal matters right now. And now I'm not saying to say that exactly, like spice it up how you want. But what I'm saying is to say that you appreciate them for caring, but set the boundary that we ain't about to talk about this right now. This is my personal stuff and that's too personal for you to ask or whatever the case may be. I think those are the two pieces of the puzzle that have to be there and they just need to be said in a way that, you know, you can communicate in a way that your family member won't try to get book with you. You feel me? The next thing that you can do, which I typically gravitate towards, but as I'm getting older, I don't really want to gravitate towards it, um, but to each their own, you know, it's it's definitely still something that could be helpful in a pinch, but deflect the conversation with humor. Humor can be a very effective way to, to, to deflect intrusive questions without causing tension, especially if there's like a lot of people around or it's something that, you know, can really get under your skin. If you say something that's funny and just keep it lighthearted, it can help change the subject and lighten the overall mood. So, for example, if someone asks them or if someone asks you, something something intrusive or something rude or when you having babies or you know the age-old question when you having babies you getting old and all this you might say something like ah that's a million dollar question ding 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 I'm gonna keep them guessing for now or you know something like that or make a joke about the family member who is saying it not you know taking a dig at them but something light-hearted y'all know how y'all joke with y'all family add the jokes in here to deflect the conversation as well that could be something that can um really help keep the mood light and change the subject. Something else you can do is, and this is hard for me, I ain't even gonna lie, but some people are very good at this. You can be honest, but tactful. So if you feel comfortable, you can respond to the intrusive questions with honesty, but do so in a tactful manner. So you may express your feelings without being confrontational. Like for example, I understand your curiosity, but we're still still figuring things out. I'm still figuring things out and I'd appreciate your support and understanding. Now, let me tell you something. If I were to say something like this to my family, they would then make a joke. And I ain't got time for you to be making a joke when I'm being vulnerable and honest, especially with a question like when you having babies or when you get married, when I ain't got no husband, no prospects, nothing like I don't want you to make a joke about that. So but that is obviously a route that you can take. And I think when you're taking that route of being honest and tactful in your responses, you have to really be mindful of who you are communicating in that way with and y'all know how to navigate y'all family you know who you can joke with you know who you got to be stern with you know who you got to uh set the boundary with quick passing in a hurry like we all know that about the people in our families or if we don't know it 100 we're learning and there's you know just a a, a 
phase of learning what to say to who and when and how. Y'all know how family dynamics work. Um, Another thing that you can do is just directly change the subject. So you can politely or, and that's the thing, like sometimes this is, I'm gonna tell y'all this. Sometimes I feel like, and this might not be the best thing because I'm still learning. I'm not perfect. And I ain't gonna never say that I am perfect. Sometimes you got to meet that person where they it. So you can politely or not politely redirect the conversation to a more neutral topic and I think you just have to read that situation especially if it's like a family member who is always coming for your neck then you may want to be a little more stern with them but if it's just like you know your auntie or your grandma or somebody like that politely redirect the conversation to a more neutral topic especially if other people are around you can steer the discussion towards something that everyone can participate in or share a positive update about your life that you are actually comfortable discussing for example um this happened uh last year i know this happened the year before last actually um, my uncle came over to our house. It was after Christmas, but it was New Year's and I was still home. And he was like, where your boyfriend at? And he was genuinely asking because the last time I saw my uncle, I was still with this boyfriend. Like he was, I was with him the last like the year before Christmas. And this was the next Christmas. Right. But we happened to stop talking like at the beginning of the next year. So it had been almost a year for me, but this is the first time I'm seeing my uncle. Right. So in that moment, um, I didn't even know who he was talking about. I was like, what boyfriend? And, uh, after I, after he explained who he was talking about, which was, you guys know him as the guy that I moved to California with, that's the boyfriend he was talking about. Right. So, after I said, what boyfriend? And he told me, oh, I'm talking about this one. I was like, oh, um, we broke up, but look what I'm working on right now. I was on my computer working on my vision board. So I just redirected the conversation to what I got going on right now, because I'm not about to talk about that man that's in my uh, past, but that's an example of a family member who isn't trying to ask me something out of spite or isn't trying to be intrusive. And here's, this is another thing that I talk about, like with my friends and I am thinking about in the future, I don't really want to bring any more guys around my family. And this is why, because we broke up almost a year ago, but my uncle is asking about him. And that's because this guy has spent the holidays with us. He has met him. He has been around. So it's not really rude or intrusive or it he honestly has the right to ask that question because this this is someone that I brought into his life and he was just asking for an update and he didn't have the update you know so as I get older I'm just starting to realize some things I do want to keep more private and it's not because I don't want my family to know but it's hard for family members to let the men go that you didn't let go. And sometimes they will keep asking, like, I love my grandparents to death, but they, it took them forever to stop asking about my ex-boyfriend, the guy that I moved out to California with. And I was like, y'all got to stop. I'm literally about to blow a gasket. Stop asking about that man. And one day I was just like, 
my grandma asked me about him and I was like, Momo, why are you still asking me about this man? And I just said it just like that. And she was like, shoot, Tyra, I didn't know. I thought y'all, cause you could still be friends. And I was like, okay, now I feel bad. Cause I, I got slightly perturbed with her. Cause I was like, why are you asking me about this man that I'm not with no more? But you never know what people, uh, are thinking in their mind, you know? So do with that information what you will, but you can politely redirect the conversation. Um, You can also prepare responses in advance. And this is something that I am doing this year specifically because I am about to turn 30. So you can anticipate the questions that may come up and prepare your responses before you even get there, get your can responses ready. This way you won't feel caught off guard and you'll be better equipped to handle the situation with poise. So for me, I I know the where your boyfriend at question is coming or grandbabies, great grandbabies may be coming. So I've already prepared my response. If somebody were to ask me, where your boyfriend at Tyra? This is my response, y'all. I ain't thinking about no man. I got stuff to do. And if they ask me about babies, this is my response. How about you go have some babies for me? Now, the reason these are my responses, y'all, are because I'm not trying to have a conversation about this. I don't want to have a conversation about boys or babies, especially when I ain't got no boy in my life. Or I don't even want no boy. When I ain't got no man in my life. And when I'm not married, like there's no reason for me to be even talking about babies and I will do it with a humorous tone but I really prefer to nip the conversation in the bud versus actually having dialogue around these topics and that's just where I am personally now and I think a lot of that has to do with um, my ex-boyfriend I I didn't really expect our relationship to end so I am kind of you know in that space of just grieving that relationship and coming back to Tyra and just you know getting back out there again I still really haven't um so yeah that's where I'm at and I prefer to nip it in the bud you could also seek support if you have family members around that you can confide in and they're actually going to be around during the holidays they can be a buffer or help diffuse potentially awkward situations which could honestly help out a lot. And one thing that I am still learning is to say no. It's okay to decline to answer certain questions at all. You can politely say, I'd rather not discuss that right now, or I'm not ready to share that information. You have to remember that you have the right to keep certain aspects of your life private, especially because family members like to ask questions in front of everybody everybody that's in the room. And sometimes we just don't have time for that. And that's okay. Now, the last thing that I want to give you for this toolkit of navigating your family dynamic is to take breaks, y'all. Last year, I had to take a lot of breaks. And I had to take a lot of breaks last year because I was going through a breakup. Uh, My boyfriend at the time and I kind of broke up on Christmas Day. And, um, well, that's when I realized that something was going on and we had a talk whenever I came back to LA and yada, yada, yada. But I had to take a lot of breaks. So if you find the questions becoming too overwhelming or you're, you're just emotionally charged, it is okay to excuse yourself for a moment, two moments, three moments, however much you need. Take a breather, 
collect your thoughts and return to the gathering when you feel more composed. Don't worry about how long you've been gone. Don't worry about who thinking you out doing what. Don't worry about none of that. Take a, take time to collect yourself and ground yourself before you return back to the family gathering because if you're still charged you're just gonna reignite as soon as you go back so take that time to take a breather so the thing that I realized about all of this especially with being from the south is that people may not always be aware that their questions are intrusive or rude or come off in a negative way so addressing the issue calmly can lead to better understanding and more considerate conversations in the future. And being assertive yet respectful will let them know that you mean business and that you stand on business, okay? The number one thing that has been important to me while making my health and whole body wellness a priority is ease. And I found that ease and peace of mind with AG1. If you're a longtime listener of the pod, you might know I've been drinking AG1 for about a year now. And when I started drinking AG1 daily, I'm not going to lie, the taste had to grow on me. I was actually talking to my brother about it and we were debating whether or not it tasted like bubblegum. I don't think it does, but I see how it can be bubblegum adjacent. But anyways, y'all, it took the guesswork out of whether or not my immune system was supported and I knew my body was getting the nutrients it needed no matter what foods I decided to eat that day. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, amen, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Now, y'all, I truly believe that health is wealth, and having something like AG1 as a part of my routine is a game changer for my type of lifestyle. So many of my responsibilities take so much brain power on a daily basis. So the fact that AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and does it all in one simple drinkable habit is why I say it gives me peace of mind. And it's easy to incorporate into a busy lifestyle. So I take AG1 after my workouts. You guys know that I am a boxing girly and I need all of the nutrients. So I have one scoop, put it in some water, I shake and I drink. And here's the thing. We put insurance on our cars, our houses, and even watches and electronics all the time. AG1 is my nutritional insurance. And I can tell you one thing, in my opinion, it's more affordable than all of that stuff that I just named. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash affirmations. That's drinkag1.com slash affirmations. And I have also linked it down below in the show notes for you. Now let's get back into the episode. We kind of already touched on boundaries, but the big thing here that I want to touch on about establishing boundaries and managing responsibilities is when I'm back home in my mom's house, 
I feel like there is no space for me. And I've said this before, but it's not physically because I do have my own room at my mom's house and and that sort of thing. But because everyone has their own routine and when loved ones do have time, they want me to do a million things or that's how it feels to me. In their mind, since I'm home, I ain't got nothing to do. And that's just not true. But one thing I learned was that I have to create a routine for myself. I have to keep myself grounded and I have to also communicate that. So when I go home, uh, I go home in two days, actually, for almost three weeks. I don't come back until January for Christmas and New Year's. I want to make sure I'm making time to work out, to meditate in the morning, to have a moment of quiet and have time to Tyra. I used to always feel guilty when I'm at home and I want to cram in all of the quality time, but it's called quality time for a reason. Just because I am home and not in my personal space doesn't mean self-care just goes out of the window. I have to remember what Tyra likes to do when she is home in Louisiana. What brings Tyra joy? I can't just give, give, give. I must also pour into myself. So one thing I'm planning to do because I don't go home until Wednesday is learn how to say no. It is important that we are not afraid to politely decline invitations or additional responsibilities if you feel stretched thin. Saying no is a healthy way to manage your commitments and focus on what truly matters to you. So for me, what truly matters is spending time with my immediate family, my mom and my daddy, my brother, my grandparents, my godmother. So if friends want to get together and it feels like a stretch for me, I have been teaching myself that it is okay to say no. And a lot of you guys know that I'm a pastry chef. So when I go home, a lot of my family members want me to bake this, bake that, bake this. Literally, October to beginning of December, I get bombarded with messages of make this when you come home, make this. And I am so grateful that my family gets excited when I come home. But what they don't realize is that they're not the only person asking me to do X, Y, Z and bacon ain't no easy feat. It takes a while to do. And who gonna buy all the stuff? Now they gonna buy all the stuff, but you know what I mean? And I've been learning to say no. Like, hey, I ain't got time to do that. I'm just gonna be home for X, Y, Z amount of time. Or maybe the time, the next time I come home, I can do it. Or if I just can't swing it, I just can't swing it. I can FaceTime you right now while you make it. I can send you the recipe, but I cannot do all the things all the time. Now, another thing that I'm learning to do when I go home and manage my expectation of being home or manage my responsibilities of being home is to be flexible. So finding a balance between structure and flexibility can lead to a more enjoyable holiday experience. So when I go home, I do prepare myself for the unknown while also making time for myself. Now, I love spontaneity, y'all, but I have to realize that I'm only home for a short while, so I cannot cram everything in every single time. But being flexible is your best friend. My mama is very spontaneous. Sometimes she'll just say, hey, you want to go get your nails done? Hey, do you want to go to the mall? Hey, let's go run this errand or let's go buy your grandma house or whatever the case may be. Those are the spontaneous things that I want to make time for because it's 
it's important to me. It's spending time with my mama or even even if my brother say, hey, come outside and help me film this video. Those are the types of things that I do want to be flexible about because those are moments that I can't have when I'm in California. So I'm learning how to be spontaneous and saying yes and being flexible while also maintaining that backbone of structure when I do go home. And I think the biggest thing I, this is honestly the biggest thing, especially for me in the season of life that I'm in, is to check in with yourself. Regularly check in with yourself to assess your stress levels and your well-being. If you find that you need a break or some alone time, a nap, communicate this to your family and take the necessary steps for you to recharge. Y'all, I have my Calm app ready to go. And y'all know I always talk about Calm and Calm needs to sponsor this podcast. So y'all need to at Calm on the um, Instagram page and say y'all need to sponsor Affirmations for Black Girls. But I really, really, really love the Calm app. It's always linked down below in the show notes. You guys will get like a, I think it's a seven day or a month free trial. Um, And I know that they be having discounts and deals at the top of the year. And you guys know it's almost the top of the year. So go ahead and click that link down in the description. It's a meditation app. There's all types of like lo-fi music. A lot of you guys reached out to me about the lo-fi and y'all liked it. There is lo-fi on the Calm app. And there's also the bedtime stories that I absolutely love. I cannot live without them. So if you do want to have something um, that you can use while you're home for the holidays and you need a second to recharge. They have one minute meditations, three minutes, five minutes. They have very short things that you can do. There's also mindful walks and stretching, um, guided stretching that you can do. There's literally something for everybody on that app. And I wholeheartedly stand behind it. Like I said, it's not sponsored, but that is one of my favorite apps and it's linked down below in case you want to give it a try. Um, you can get a free trial. But anyways, check in with yourself. Check in with yourself. I also, outside of the Calm app specifically, I just also plan to take time outside to walk around, to feel the grass, to sit on my mama porch and just overall slow down. And these things specifically are important to me because I live in LA. I live in a concrete jungle. My mama got land. I want to walk outside barefoot and I want to touch some grass. I want to sit on the porch in one of the rocking chairs and just watch the cars go by and wave at the people because it's literally, the cars are few and far in between. It's very slow. And honestly, it just, I don't even know. I don't even have the words. It really just helps me slow down and reconnect with me and be present in the moment. So remember that Honest and open communication is the key to successfully managing responsibilities and boundaries during the holidays when you're home with family. By setting clear expectations and taking proactive steps, you can create a more balanced and enjoyable holiday experience for yourself and for your family. I grew up in a very small town, St. Francisville, Louisiana. And I am blessed to have fully grown up in one place, which also means that I have a ton of hometown friends. But as I get older, I talk to these people less and it's definitely no love lost. But over the past few years, 
I've learned that it's okay not to reconnect with hometown friends. It's okay to do it, but it's also okay not to do it. It's okay to just go home to be with family. It's okay to post on social media that you're back in your hometown and not make plans with hometown friends. One of the biggest things about my hometown friends is that we all are in different stages of life. A lot of my hometown friends are married, have multiple kids, are deep into their career, live in their, you know, house, have the seemingly American dream. We're not going to, you know, say that they actually do or I'm not going to speak on that. But that is not my lifestyle at all. We're we're very different. We're in two very different stages of life, and that is okay. So, when I go home, I don't necessarily, uh, and I don't, I'm not trying to sound like I don't care, but I'm not necessarily in a space where I care to catch up and take you through where I am in life. And it's not because I don't care about these people. It's just, we're in two totally different phases of life and I, it feels like a chore at this point in my life to connect or try to reconnect with people that I haven't spoken to in three, four, five, six. I've been out of high school for 10 years, 10 years just to do it, like just for my health. I am in a space where I go home to be recharged and refilled with the presence of my loved ones I don't want to go home to be on and since I would be talking to these people that I haven't spoken to in three four five six seven eight nine ten years there is a level of on that I would have to be and at the especially at the end of the year I'm ready to just be I'm ready to not be on I just want to be around family I really want to I really want going home to be as easy as a lift as possible. Do y'all know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that I don't care about them and I would love to see them one day, but it has to be easy for me, especially when I'm winding down at the end of the year and I'm just, you know, I come from a place like LA where I'm constantly networking, I'm constantly meeting new people, I'm constantly on. I just don't want to do that when I go home or right now. In this moment, I don't want to do that. Now, let's just say that my high school had, you know, a a gala or something like that. Oh, yes, I'm in there. I would love to go and be in that type of environment with people that I went to high school with. But the environment has to be there. It can't just be, oh, hey, let's go out to eat just because you're in town. And then we force conversation. I don't really care about doing that. And it's no love lost. I follow a lot of my hometown friends on social media and I'm cheering them on from the stands. But that's how I feel. It's okay not to reconnect with hometown friends when you go home. Um, Yeah, but in other news, I am going to reconnect. And it's not really even a reconnect because she's my best friend. But I am going to be able to see my best friend, Bria. She is at home right now for an extended stay. And y'all, I have 
in this way, I have never been more excited to go home. Me and Bria have not lived in the same place since college, and I am literally so excited. I texted her the other day, and I was like, we're going to have to do PowerPoints to update each other. And I've already started working on my PowerPoint, y'all. And I'm just going to update her on things that have been like going on in my life that I want to share with her. This girl's my best friend, y'all. I just... I want to tell her about my plants outside. I want to tell her about these pickled onions that I made the other day. I want to tell her about these boots that I bought. I want to tell her about this uh, audition I had. Literally everything, right? So I'm excited that we're going to be home. We're both going to be home for an extended period of time. I'm going to be home for almost three weeks and she's going to be there that entire time as well. We haven't done that in so long. And I think the thing that makes me the most excited about it is that uh, her parents' house is right down the street from my mom's house. So we're very close to each other. And I'm not saying that we're going to see each other every day, but being in close proximity to her is just going to, I'm just excited about being in close proximity to her. Like I can go and see her or we can see each other just for lunch and go home. And then like, you know what I mean? Like I really miss being close to my best friend where we can just get together for an hour and then we can go and then I can see her the next day for two hours. And or you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be, oh, let's cram all this time in together because we both have to go back to opposite ends of the world. And I'm just super excited for that. So we have some fun things planned. And one of the things that I'm very excited about because I don't normally do it when I go home is to work out. We're going to be working out together. Um, she's been running a lot and I hurt my knee and I don't even know why I'm telling y'all this, but anyways, y'all better listen. So I hurt my knee and I really want to get back into running and she's been running a lot. So I'm going to join her on runs and we're going to take um, workout classes together. We were thinking about taking like some boxing classes because y'all know I'm a boxing girl and um, we're going to do that actually with class pass. We were talking about like, how are we going to try out these different gyms and stuff? And by the way, y'all, I have a, a, a code for you guys for class pass. This is not sponsored, but it's the end of the year and we got to be healthy. So I have a, um, what is it? Like a month free of class pass. And if you sign up with my code, you get 20 extra bonus credits. So you'll start out with like 63 credits, um, to try out classes all, all across your town or wherever you live, you know? And if you don't know what class pass is, it's an app where you can try out different workout classes, spas, anything health and wellness, really. There's even people who do like hair nails you can get massages pilates boxing all types of gyms and stuff it's it's honestly a good deal if you're trying to figure out what type of workout lifestyle is for you but anyways that's linked down below in the show notes but Bria and I are going to be working out and really just be on our healthy girl stuff and I'm I'm just super excited to be able to do that with my best friend I really enjoy working out. As you guys know, I do boxing. It's group exercise and group exercise is my jam. So being able to work out with my best friend while I'm at home and still be healthy, like I'm just super excited about that. (music) 
As we wrap up this episode on navigating the complexities of going home for the holidays, remember that asserting yourself with grace and setting boundaries is a powerful act of self-love. Going home, especially as an adult, can bring a unique set of challenges. But with the toolkit of assertiveness, humor, and preparation, you can face those intrusive questions with confidence. Establishing boundaries and managing responsibilities is not only about saying no when needed, but also about honoring your routine and self-care practices. Do not forget to carve out time for yourself amidst all of the festive chaos. Being flexible and checking in with your well-being are vital components of a balanced holiday experience. And when it comes to reconnecting with hometown friends, it's perfectly okay to embrace the changes in your social circles. For me, going home is about cherishing moments with family rather than spreading yourself thin to catch up with everyone from your past. Remember, it's not just about reconnecting. It's about prioritizing your own peace and joy. Uh Uh-oh, y'all, you know what time it is. It is time for our fun closing segment. And today's closing segment is called Way Back When, where I tell y'all about something that happened when I was growing up, something from my childhood. So to keep it festive, today's question is, oh, I got two questions, actually. The first one is, describe one of your child, wait, (laughs) I can't even read. Describe one of your favorite Christmas memories. Okay, this is a memory that I always tell. When I was growing up and the holidays were magical, and now I, I do want to talk about that like in another episode, but the holidays are what you make it. They're magical because you make them magical. I'm at that age where I'm not a child anymore and it's my responsibility to make the holidays magical. But The memory that I want to tell you guys about is when I was growing up, I absolutely loved Christmas morning because my mama would blast Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Babyface. She would turn this song on very loud. At the time, we lived in a double-wide trailer, and we had this big stereo setup. You know, the the three with the the two big speakers on the side and then the stereo in the middle, and you put the CD in. We had that big thing going on. So she would play it in there, and the house would be vibrating, and I would instantly be filled with joy. Now, this was around when I was, like, what, 10, 11, and she honestly still does it to this day she still plays that song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and I love that and that's become tradition for me and it's every time I hear that song I am filled with joy so she would wake me and my brother up to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Babyface and she would just be singing it and all happy and we would go and open our presents we would open um, like one or two presents um, in the morning and then we would go to church and then we would come back home and we would open more of our presence. And that is one of my favorite Christmas memories because it's something that I can look forward to every single year. Um, the, the, the main part of it is waking up to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Babyface. And that's how I know it is Christmas Day. Okay, question number two is favorite Christmas movies growing up. 
Okay, I'm going to start here because y'all probably going to judge me. I never really watched any of the claymation movies. My mama would watch those like herself when it was the holiday season. I would see them on TV and like see her watching them. But I never really sat down and watched it. Like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, I guess there's like a, a Char- uh, not Charlie Brown. Um, what is it? Frosty Snowman. I don't know. None of the claymation stuff. But what I did watch growing up, we watched um, How the Grinch Stole the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Oh God, I can't even speak. Y'all about to come for me. <laughs> we watched that, um, and just whatever other Christmas movies were out. Honestly, I watched a lot of the Disney Christmas movies, but more so now I'm getting into actually watching Christmas movies every year and being at being super excited about it I do want to watch like the claymation ones just to like you know get that experience I know what they are and I've seen bits and pieces but I cannot tell you what happened in them and the the names and all of that stuff the only Christmas movie that I really really did watch was How the Grinch Stole Christmas is that the name of the movie? How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Anyways, but lately, like in within the last two, three years, I've been watching way more Christmas movies. So let me know what your favorite Christmas memory is and some of your favorite Christmas movies that you watched when you were growing up. Okay, you guys, that is all that I have for you today. Join me again in our next episode, which will be on Wednesday for our Home for the Holidays series as we delve into navigating grief during what is supposed to be the happiest time of year. If you've ever experienced loss or are seeking ways to support those who have, you will not want to miss this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I really hope you enjoyed the first or the first what am I trying to say? I really hope you enjoyed the first part of Home for the Holidays. We have two more episodes to go on this. And I really hope that this is a great resource for those of you who are at home and really trying to learn how to navigate, whether it's an uncomfortable situation or just something that's filled with growing pains. I really hope that I could be a resource to you, a shoulder to lean on. So thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, leave us a review because I do read them all. Follow us on IG at Affirmations for Black Girls, on threads at Affirmations for Black Girls, on YouTube at Affirmations for Black Girls, and on Twitter at AFBG underscore podcast, and also on Facebook. We've been posting on Facebook a lot, so follow us on Facebook at Affirmations for Black Girls as well if you're a Facebook person. But thank you guys so much, and I will see you again on Wednesday for our Pep Talk Wednesday slash episode two of home for the holidays this is affirmations for black girls
Hey, AFBG family. If you're enjoying the conversations we have on the pod, I would greatly appreciate your support. Please take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us reach more listeners like you who are seeking inspiration and empowerment. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and loved ones. Together, let's spread the positivity and help uplift even more Black girls on their journey to loving themselves a little more. Thank you so much for being a part of our growing community. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.